Hello, fellow Breakthrough Warriors. This is Lucy Liu, and you're listening to the Breakthrough with Lucy Liu podcast. Today, I'll be sharing with you how do you learn English if it's your second language. Yeah, uh, Breakthrough with Lucy Liu. Push it to the limit. This is your inspiration. Keep it going. Time to get it. Yeah, if you want success, no time to second guess. See what you're made of. Time to put it to the test. Yeah, everybody has a dream. There is nothing you can't do. Keep your head in the game. Let nothing shake you. It's time to rise. Time for you to break through with Lucy Liu. Uh, helping you to break through. Woo. Let's go. Hello, my fellow Breakthrough Warriors. Welcome back to another episode of the Breakthrough with Lucy Lou podcast, where we invite inspirational, mission-driven entrepreneurs to share their breakthrough journey and how they build a thriving business around their passion and purpose. I'm your host, Lucy Lou, and in today's episode is going to be a how-to. There's no video, so it's a how-to audio. How do you master English as a second language? So, if for you guys that English is not your first language, you've been wanting to learn a language, wanting to do international business, being getting on international stages, but if language is your Achilles heel, then today's show is gonna be perfect for you. Stay tuned. So guys, I suppose that you're listening to this episode today because you've been wanting to learn English for a long, long time, and English is not your native language. And by the way, you know, I would love to have an interaction with you. So jump on to the fan page because once you like the fan page, I'm able to invite you into our community where we can be exchanging ideas. You can have. You can have personal、um, interaction with me. You can also email me at breakthroughwithlucylu@gmail.com. We would love to hear from you. So let's suppose that you've been wanting, you've been watching Hollywood movies. You've been, you know, sitting at home watching different YouTubers, you know, and you're thinking, how is it that everybody is speaking English? However, I feel so insecure when I speak the language. English is not my first language. It may be for you. Your mother language is Chinese, which is mine, and or is Spanish, or with this French or、um, Portuguese, whatever that is. But you know deep down that in order to actually get your message out to the world, in order to actually do global business. And not having a country being the limiting factor to your growth and to your business, you know English is a must for you to be able to communicate clearly in English, to be able to express yourself in English, and to be able to do global business in English. If that is you, then today I will be sharing with you about. How do you learn English? And from my own experience, you know, I didn't speak English until I was twelve、um, years old. Actually, I didn't start learning English when I was twelve. And you know, I think for a lot of you guys, you can relate to this because in all countries, English is the language that, as a subject, right, that teachers, you know, school teach. So、um, I was starting from us. Our school system is from junior high school. That was from like twelve. Years old that of course and before that I I also you know we we learned the vocabulary apple T-shirt you know like some words in English but to actually make the decision and that's what I will be talking about today is I made a decision that one day I'm going to master this language and that was when I was twelve I made that decision so in today's episode I wanted to talk I wanted to segment this into three different parts. The three M. Okay, so the first M is I wanted to be giving you the motivation to learn English because having motivation is so important. Probably the fact that you're listening to this episode already, you're motivated. You're like, I, I'm motivated already. I want to learn the language. But let me share with you how I start my journey, and hoping that my story will serve as a motivation for you. I think it's always so inspiring to learn from those people that is already 
able to master that subject. The second part of this episode, I'll be sharing with you the methods that I use to learn English. So that's something more practical if you're starting out or you're at a stage where you speak, but you wanted to take your speaking to the next level. I'll be sharing that with you. Then the third part we will end is the mindset. What is the right mindset when it comes to learning English and speaking English and really using it as your main language to do business? Right now, I have clients from around the world. You know, I have clients from South Africa. I have clients that come from Netherlands. You know, you can go to my website and see the testimonial section that is truly incredible that I'm using English as my main business language to coach. And I get to work with clients from around the world. And that was really a dream come true for me. When I started learning English, you know, I was just thinking, oh my, wow, one day, I want to travel around the world one day. I wanted to be doing global business. You know, I want to have international enterprise. And English really gave me the tool to be able to do that. So I wanted to give you the right mindset when you start learning the language. So let's start with the motivation, right? Let me ask you this question. And you may want to write this down because the answer is really important. And let me explain. The first question is, why do you want to learn English? Write it down if you got a piece of paper or if you don't, you know, when you're driving, when you're just maybe working out, I want you to answer this question. Why do you want to learn English? Okay, have you thought about it? What is your reason? You know, the reason why it is so important to know why you wanted to learn English, because as we all know, it's the same thing with a business or anything that you do. Your why is your drive, okay? And for me, when I started learning English, I was 12 years old. And then before that, you know, like in Asia already, you know, like kids have a lot of pressure to to excel in academics. And then English is something that the parents will already put their kids into school, even when they're in kindergarten, okay? And so um, it's not like I didn't, I didn't know English. I mean, I was, I was reading something already, but to really, really actually devote myself to learn a language, meaning I didn't need any, I didn't, it was not because I need to pass an exam. It wasn't because my parents want me to learn English, but it was my own motivation that I wanted to learn English. And that was the drive is forget about the test, right? That I really want to learn a language. And for me, the reason why is because I remember my English teacher told us that, um, she said, you know, if you are able to master both Chinese and English, you're gonna be rich beyond measure. And I was thinking, I, I'm born Chinese, you know, I'm already, I already know Chinese, so that is already nailed. But English, okay, I'm gonna learn English too. And it's not just about being rich, but it's about, for me, I had this desire to see the world. I wanted to do international business. I don't want it to just be, um, you know, limited to, to, to Taiwan. Taiwan is an island. So, you know, I don't want to be limited to be stuck in an island. I want to be able to do global business. I want to do big business because I come from this entrepreneurial family that I wanted to reach people from around the world. I want to become an international speaker. So that drive me. And I know that for every person, the driver is different. Maybe for you, when you listen to this, you're like, oh my God, that's so vain. I don't want to be an international speaker. I just want to be able to watch you know, movies in, in English. I want to be a YouTuber. Whatever your reason is, it's your own reason. But the most important thing is it has to be a reason that drive you emotionally. So for me, thinking that learning English can help me pass an exam, bleh, that is so lame. And it's so, and it's just, it's even demotivating. It's like, I don't want to just pass exams. I hate exams. But when I think about, I'm able to travel around the world without 
going on and off those Chinese buses, the tour buses, you know, that having somebody had to explain to me about um, where to go or just, I don't want to be confined. And for me, English is freedom. Being able to speak the language and being able to meet people from around the world and not having to use a translator all the, you know, like a, a translator, a dictionary all the time, but able to express myself, making friends, friends from around the world, that excites me. And so that was my reason of learning English. So it's very important that you have a very clear why, why you wanted to learn English. And then you have to feel the emotions that when you, when I ask you this question, when I ask you, hey, why do you want to learn English? When you give the answer, it should get you so, so excited. And that's the emotion we want. You want that excitement. You want that drive. You want that fuel. Okay. Then the second question that I will ask you is, as the motivation to motivate you to learn English is, what is your vision? Meaning, when you know your why, why you wanted to learn English, what is the ultimate result, right? What, what does that look like for you? When you are, imagine this, if you are able to speak English it, the way you want it to, no, no hangups, no, no, um, no hesitation, no second doubt, no, um, just being able to speak the language and really crush it and just speak it out. Like it just comes out of you naturally. It becomes your second nature. It becomes your native language, that kind of flow. If you have that vision, you know, if you are able to do that, what, what would life look like? What does that look like? What does mastering the language look like to you? For me, my vision is um, at that time when I was not able to speak the language, my vision was like, and, and um, it's just an image in my mind. It was somebody who was able to stand on global stages and then able to motivate people and able to, to um, I'm able to go to uh, travel around the world to different um to different scenic spots. I am able to, to communicate with people very fluently. I make friends from around the world that I'm surrounded by the coolest people because I'm able to speak the language. That was the life that I was envisioning and now I'm living it. So it's really a dream come true for me and I can tell you it's worth the effort. It's really worth the effort. A lot of people think that... Um, what you want, you know, you can just, you, we can all want what we want, but it requires effort to actually make what you want a daily living reality. And for those people, if you're, if we're not lucky enough, you know, right, that English is not, we were not born with English being our first language, we really have to work hard to be able to speak that language because it's like if you are growing up in, in, on Earth, right, planet Earth, and you are being put on Mars one day, how, how are you going to communicate with the Martians? You have to start learning the language, the culture from scratch. And it's a lot of effort to be able to speak one language, another language outside of your own native language. It takes a lot of effort, but it's worth it. So think about what is that vision? And I want you to, to actually, if you, um, if you have a pen and paper, okay, if you're not driving, if you're driving, just keep driving. But if you have a pen and paper, write that down and I will want you to send that to me. I will personal read it. I will want it to cheer you on, okay? So the next thing is once you have the motivation, knowing why you want to learn English and having that vision of what it looks like when you're able to speak a language so fluently, now it's time to work hard. So here comes the method, okay? That's how I learn English. I remember, so I wanted to share a story with you. When I, the, the thing that 
the reason why I started learning English was because I was 12 years old, and that was the first time that I actually went to the United States for I think it was a summer vacation. I went to Hawaii with my with my mom and my my cousins. And by the way, my cousin at that time. Her English was so so good. She went to Harvard. Okay, my cousin Jane Wei was like amazing. So she was like the tour guide for all of us. And I've always looked up to her. I was like, oh, I wish one day I could be like my cousin, like my older sister. She is so good. And during that trip, it was one incident where I was in a pool. It was kind of like an infinity pool, really cool. We're in the Hilton Hotel and. I saw all the adult people around me, like ordering their drink, you know. And then I was like, "Oh, I wanted, I wanted to also have a, a drink." So I, I waved to the waiter or the waitress, and then she came over to me. I was in the middle of a pool, and and I realized when she arrived, I couldn't say a word. I actually didn't know the language, and I. It's. Have you ever had that experience? It's like you want something, and then when it comes to time that people ask you what do you want, and you are not able to verbalize what you really want because you don't know the language. And so I was like, lying in the middle of the pool on on those floating things, and and then I didn't know what to say. And people were looking at me because the the lady wanted to get something out of me. The only thing I was able to say at that time was, "Sorry, I." I don't speak English, and I was feeling so embarrassed because at the tw- at, at age twelve, you know, now I think about it, it's like, oh come on, you know, why are you so easily embarrassed? That's like nothing. But when you're at twelve, okay, you make things, you you make small things out of, you make big deals out of small things. I was feeling really embarrassed. I remember my face was feeling all red and hot. And I was thinking, oh my god. I don't ever want to feel this way again. And on my way back home to Taiwan, on the flight, immediately I made a decision. I said to myself, "You know what? I made a decision. Next time when I go abroad, I want to be able to order my own food. I want to be able to read an English book. I want to be able to communicate, and I don't want to have a tour guide." And I was just really coming out of from that emotion of like anger because I was so embarrassed that I I said to myself I would never ever happen again, and I also made a decision, and that decision really carried me through these years. It was the decision was one day I am going to speak English, if as well as the native speakers, if not better. And so, about twenty-four years later, you know, some people tell me they're native speakers, and they tell me you speak English better than we do. And I was like, "Yeah, I study the language. Okay, I work hard. I don't take this language for language for granted. I learn everything from grammar, from structure of sentence, from phonetic, uh, uh, from pronunciation, right? Everything that I need to learn from scratch." So when I、um, got back to Taiwan, what I did was, I I、uh, chose an English learning magazine. And if you're in Taiwan, you probably know this magazine has already been for decades. It's called Let's Talk in English. So I will listen to that sh-、um, that、uh, radio program seven times a day, seven times a day. And in the very beginning, I could only understand thirty percent. It was, and the thirty percent was the Chinese explanation. So basically, I didn't understand. But I was listening to it every day. I would memorize all the vocabularies. You would see my book was just full of notes, and I I get crazy. Okay, when I decided why I wanted to do something, I go crazy. And I go bonkers. So, whenever I see a foreigner on the street, somebody who look white, I would just, I would just rush up, and then I would just say, "Hey, where are you from?" I would start a conversation. I would even, I get so crazy about learning the language. I would even make up numbers in my head, and I would call random people, and then speak English. And then you know they would call, they would pick up the phone, say, "Wait." That's like hello in Chinese. I will be starting speaking English. Hello, is this the 
the the the gentleman hotel you know um this you know i i just make up stuff i make up random stuff and then just to speak the language i would call in a radio shows you know to to just english radio shows waiting for two hours we have a very famous radio show it's called icrt it's an english radio show and we have this crazy host he's very famous his name is ron stewart he's always like making jokes and then so I will wait for two hours and I was in junior high at that time. And my mom was like, go to bed, go to bed. I was like, no, I already waited for an hour. So I waited, I waited for an hour. So I waited. My mom was like, go to bed. I said, no, I already waited for an hour and a half. Go to bed. No, it's already two hours. And it's like, it's already 1 a.m. Go to bed. So finally I got on the, on, on the call waiting two hours just to talk for five minutes. And most of the time it was Ron talking, like doing his crazy screaming, you know, and making jokes. And then I was just, you know, but I, I just wanted to find any opportunity possible to speak the language. So you need to be ready to work hard. You need to be ready to really start emerging yourself in the language. And then just because that you don't live in, in the United States or living in Taiwan does not make it an excuse, okay? It doesn't make it an excuse if you are in, um, in France and you say, well, but you know, everybody speaks French. That's why I, I'm not able to practice. No. You, you will, if you want to practice, you'll find a way, watch YouTube video, you know, see, find online, especially at my age, at that time when I was 12, there's no, there's no online learning programs, you know, there was not, I don't even think at that time, internet just start, got started. Nowadays, you can really find ways to learn English online. And I would recommend a few, um, platforms for you. Um, one of them is called Duolingo. It's D-U-O-L-I-N-G-O, Duolingo. It's a really cool um, app that you get to learn different languages. And I was learning German with Duolingo and it's very cool. So it, it, it gives you different challenges. And then, so check that, check that software out. Okay. It's, it's on your phone. You can just download, download that on your iPhone app, um, Duolingo. So when it comes to the method, it's number one, you have to be ready to work hard and to do everything you can to learn the language. So when I started learning is number one, I choose a really good um, English learning um, program. It was the last talk in English. It was a radio program and that they also have the book. So I get to learn the vocabularies. Um, I, I get to do some exercises on the book. When it comes to any language, there are four main areas. 听说读写. So 听 is listen. 说 is speaking. Okay. So I'm I'm speaking that in Chinese. Um, du is reading. Xie means writing. So you be, have to be able to listen to, to is audio, to be able to speak, that's verbal, to be able to read, and to be able to write. So find, find any programs that is able to provide you the chance to do all four. So the best way to, the reason why you wanted to listen to a really good um, English learning program and not just a movie or anything is because when, when you first started out, you may not be able at a level where you can understand um, the language in a, well, in, a, in a movie, right? Because in the movies, it may be slang in the movie that is really too fast. But when you find a good um, English learning program, they tend to speak a little bit slower. And then they will also speak well. Like even now I'm doing this podcast, I find myself, I have a lot of mm and ah, uh, and you know, you know, you know, you know, this is not good language, okay? And um, I have a lot of okay that I catch myself. But when you listen to a good um, English teaching program, the program has already been prepared for you, okay? It's already been written out, they really put a lot of thought into the sentence structures, how to teach you each, each, um, Episode may teach you a specific topic, such as past tense, present tense, or the next episode may be teaching you something about um, uh, 
yeah, the first maybe about different tens. You get the point. Like each episode, they already structure it around a theme. So it's really important to find a good English learning program. And I suggest you to check out Let's Talk in English. You can find it online. Um, it's it's um, the founder. It's actually um, a missionary that who came to Taiwan and was like, I think already she is maybe she must be in her 70 or 80 already. She is also a mission driven entrepreneur. I wish that I hope, you know, I can get a privilege to interview her. If you guys have any connection to her, please let me know. I would love to have her on the show. So you can find a good radio program and and start listening. And when I remember, when I listen to a program, I really just listen to it and then I'll, and I try to, to repeat it back. That's another way really helpful when you are trying to get rid of your accent is to imitate, to imitate what you hear. So I will hear the, the word, right? There are different vocabularies, like vocabulary. And I would do my best to repeat it back vocabulary. So I will listen and I will speak. And it's like a parrot, okay? And so I will listen to one paragraph that of the native speaker, um, just repeating one paragraph, and I will repeat it back. So now let's do a little exercise here. Is I'm going to speak one paragraph and I want you to follow me and want you as you're listening to this, repeat after what I said. So, hello, my fellow Breakthrough Warriors. Welcome back to another episode of the Breakthrough with Lucy Lou podcast, where we invite inspirational, mission-driven entrepreneurs to share their breakthrough journey and how they build a thriving business around their passion and purpose. I'm your host, Lucy Lou, and I'm excited because today we're talking about learning English as your second language. So as you can see, you will find that I was slowing down a little bit. And as you're following me, I want you to imitate my tone. You know, so it's not monotonous. What because it's so important when you learn a language, you learn how to, to also work your tone. So you have colors, you have variety in your speaking. What I found was very helpful because I learned English as a second language. I, I really work a lot on the way that I speak and the tones and adding variety. Because when I was learning Let's Talk in English, right, they wanted to make it really interesting. So the teachers would exaggerate the way that they speak. You know, they would be like, hi, Hazel, how are you? I am fine. Thank you. I'm not exaggerating. I can, they really talk like that. And I would, I would just imitate. And it helps me so much now when I'm doing my podcast. It helps me so much now when I became a public speaker because I see that even a lot of native speakers, that they don't know how to add variety into their, into their speech. They become monotonous. And it becomes really boring because people don't want to listen to monotonous things, you know, for an hour. Is very boring, right? But then when you have emotions, when you inject inject varieties into your your speech, it, it people find it interesting. So when you start learning the language, remember to add the variety into your tone when you speak. Now, reading. Reading is really important because when you're able to read, you're able to write. So I would suggest find a really good um, biography. I, I think that it's always important to kill two um, birds with one stone, meaning as you're training your reading, you're also using reading to enrich your mind, to, to educate you, and books are the best. You know, I love reading. So I can suggest you one very good book is Brendan Bashar's Life's Golden Ticket. I love that book. Brandon is such a genius. And you can also read Rain, Wayne Dyer, you know, just ask yourself, who are the people you want to learn from? Who are the people who you wanted to get into their brain, their mind, because they're so brilliant and let, let their book, let that become a consciousness transmission. 
right? So when you are reading it, you're learning English, you're learning how these great people think, so you can think like them, and then also at the same time you're increasing your reading level. Then writing, writing is so important, and you can train your writing by you know just even on your Facebook post, you start writing things. You started. You can see my post right now that I write. I write long posts. I don't do it every day, you know. I because I believe that. People don't read that kind of long stuff. But then, if it's once a week, once a week, I kind of do like a blog a style post on my Facebook, just to share with people. People get uh, get to have a sneak peek of what is really inside my mind. You know how I think and who I am as a person. And I think it's so important when you write, you express your emotions, who you are. So reading, writing. Listening, speaking—these are the main areas of learning any language. Now, I wanted to give you some advanced、um, techniques. Okay, meaning like what are the—I I wouldn't say techniques, but I wanted to give you some、uh, challenges how you can make learning English fun. So I—I I remember when I started, and I—I'd already said that I try.、Uh, I try to use my life, my time, to immerse myself in the environment of learning English, even though I was in Taiwan. Which means I was creating my own environment. And、um, what I did was, I I love swimming, so I would come, I would combine sports with learning English. So you know, when you're in a swimming pool, you will have、um, one. We call it laps, right? You will you will swim one direction, you will swim one direction back. So I remember when I swim with one lap for forward, I will be thinking in Chinese. Okay, I will be. 我就开始想说 ，Okay， 今天我要做什么？呃，待会我要干嘛？我在想说，哎，玛丽是一个非常可爱的女生，因为我会怎么样做？就是我待会我游回来的时候，我就要用，我就要把我想的东西变成是英文。So I will be thinking in Chinese, like what do I want to do today? What I want to do later? And then I was thinking about, okay, later I'm gonna translate what I'm thinking in Chinese into English.、Um, I'll be thinking, okay, all right, I'm gonna translate. Mary wants to go to、um, school today, and I would actually set different themes. So why do I say Mary? Because Mary is a woman, right? Mary. So you have to say she, Mary. Mary goes to school, and she is going to come back home at 4 p.m. For example, so at that time, I need to start from something really, really simple. So, just、um, practicing different themes. So when I say themes, means in English we have、um, the grammar is separated into、um, okay past tense, right, present tense. Also, you have.、Um, He or she, because in Chinese it all sounds the same. Okay, in Chinese, he and she is all 他我们就走一个嘛，对不对？就是他怎么样，他怎么样。We only have one is 他 And I remember when I first started learning, he and she, I, I confuse people. Okay, sometimes I would address a man. I would be like,、um, John is a great guy, and she. It's like oh my god, oh my god! You know, I just said John is a is a she. Oh, people get confused. But in Chinese, we hit it's all it's all one word. It's all ta. So I when I was swimming with one lap forward when I'm swimming, I would be thinking in Chinese, and then when I'm back, I will when I swim back, I will be translating that into English. So I'm doing sports and learning English. At the same time, another thing that events、um, like challenge that I give to myself is, I would go out right, and then that also make me more outgoing because I used to be shy. I know it's surprising for you to hear, but I would go out. When I say go out, I'm not talking like going to clubs and stuff. I'm talking about just going out on the street. I would go to tourist attraction places in Taipei, and I will be like spotting and scouting out people who look white. I don't know if they're from the United States or friends. You know, for me, it's all the same. They're all white people, and I would be finding the white people and practicing English with them. I would wanted to. I would、um, volunteer to be their tour guide. And do you know, actually, when you check out Jack Ma, the founder of Alibaba, Jack 
was first an English teacher. And when you go to Jack's、um, story, and by the way, his Chinese is so good. If you were able to 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 learn Chinese, and when you go to listen to Jack's Chinese speeches, it's so inspiring. His English is also very good. But he said he, you know, when he first started learning English, he volunteered to be a English tour guide at Xihu. You know, that's how he on Hangzhou. That's how he started. Right, so I will also do the same. I would go to、um, tourist attractions, and I would see anybody who look white. I would come go up, and I would say, "Hello, where are you from? Are you okay? Do you need help? You know, welcome to Taiwan." So at the same time, I'm learning English, and the side benefit is I get to show people how wonderful Taiwanese people are. So that's another challenge that I give to myself to practice English, and. The most important、uh, advancement that I found when it comes to my English progress is actually started joining English speech competitions, and that's why you know by the age of eighteen I become a three times national public speaking champion in Taiwan. Was I started joining speech competitions? I find speech competition is so helpful because it you have to listen, right? You have to speak. You have to be able to read because I'm writing my own script and I, I need to read it, and it is the best way to to really train yourself to deliver a message in the most effective way. Because in speech competitions, can、uh, think about this: what topic is not being talked about? Okay, any speech you have heard, what topic is not talked about? Love, peace, you know, productivity, but At the end, why do people listen to you and not listen to another speaker? And why is some speakers are heard and some speaker are not heard, even though they're talking this about the same topic? It's the way you deliver it. It's the way that you deliver your message. If you're able to condense your message in a way that is innovative, that is that is interesting, that is funny, that is witty, that is inspiring, is in your tone how you speak. So speech, speech competition just just helped me so much to actually do that in five to seven minutes in the most in the most effective way that I'm able to beat other.、Um, Competitors and win the championship. I need to be really good in in the way that I deliver. So that comes to the fourth point when it comes to method.、Um, the learning English is find a way that you are able to use English and be seen. Okay, because if you learn and you don't use it, it's like a muscle. If you if you If you don't,、um, if you don't use your muscle, it withers. You need to constantly exercise to make the muscle grow. It's the same thing with English. If you just read, if you just listen, but you don't use it, you don't speak it, then you won't improve. So the best way to hold yourself accountable to for your growth, for your learning, is to find a way to use it and and make people see you. So you're announcing to the world, look. My English is improving. I'm using it, and you can do this by starting your own YouTube channel. I challenge you right now. You know, if you if you are inspired by this episode, start a YouTube channel. You know, or go on your Facebook Live, share this episode, and then and then do a tag me, and then just do a video and say I inspired to learn English and I wanted to master it. And just put yourself out there, starting using your your voice, start speaking it, and that is the fourth point. Now, finally, I wanted to talk about the the rhyme mindset. I wanted to talk about the rhyme mindset of、um, learning English. Is a lot of people stop themselves out, and if you are going through these struggles, I want you to know you're totally not alone in this. It's very common when it comes to learning a second language. Most people get hung up on the few things that are actually not even important. Number one is they feel embarrassed that they're making mistakes, right? Because imagine that you put yourself out there, you 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 feel shy already, and you're speaking the. Your, a language that is not even of your own, and then people sort of like, huh, what, what? 
What are you talking about? You know, sometimes you may feel embarrassed. I I was lucky because I started learning when I was twelve, so I was a kid, you know. And I was a kid. I don't care about face. I don't care about being embarrassed. I know me. I make a lot of mistakes. I pass tense, present tense. I would make men a woman, like I I talk about the he and she, right? How insulting is that? Oh, great, John. Okay, you're a girl. She John likes to eat ice cream. She is great, you know. It's like what is that, right? So. But I was I wasn't afraid of making mistakes, and then I even laugh about it. So when 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 I was talking with native speakers with my heavy Chinese accent and making he and she mistakes, and then the past tense and present tense mistakes, and then they were like, "What were you talking about? Are you talking about he or she?、Uh, is is that in the past or in the present? Did that already happen?" Or instead of feeling embarrassed, I just laugh. I was like, <laughs> "Yeah, you know." I know it's it's a mistake. Yeah, in Chinese, you know, you can always resort it back to your own native language. Okay, when people is like, "Huh, what are you talking about?" You just say, "English is not my native language. My native language is Francais. You know, is Espanol, is is French, is is Spanish, is Chinese. And in in Chinese, that's how we say certain th- certain things. And people are like, "Oh, okay, I see." So. That's the first mindset shift. Is you have to stop being so hung up about the mistakes that you're gonna make in the beginning of learning a language. You're gonna suck, and it's okay. I suck too, and it's okay. Okay, okay, okay. <laughs> Now the second mindset shift that you gotta have is a lot of people got hung up on their accent. Right, so、um, I already told you. I know it may sound very unpleasant、uh, that I speak、uh, English, you know, with the Chinese Chinese accent. It's very heavy. And then、um, some people have their, their French accent. You know, a lot of Americans when they speak Chinese, they speak with the American accent, and that can be very funny. Da jiao, xie xie. If you're an American listening to this. You know, I, you guys have an accent you know, when when you speak a different language, but it's cute, right? So accent is cute. So don't get so hung up on your accent and feeling like, oh my god, I have such a strong accent. I have to say though, if you wanted to do、um, professional video,、um, it's cute to have slight accent. Meaning, like people can tell English is not your native language, but if you do have a very, very heavy accent that is making it really hard to understand, that is something you need to work on. But you shouldn't feel ashamed of your accent. You just need to know that it's important to work on your accent. And、um, what I always tell my friend, you know, as long as the accent is not so outrageously、mm, bad that you cannot even understand what they're talking about. The the way to look at accent is the fact you have an accent means you know more than two languages. And how cool is that? I know a, a lot of Americans that they speak English and then they are comfortable because the whole world speak English. Then I don't need to learn anything else. I only speak English. But I'm like I speak Chinese, I speak German, and I speak a little French. You know, je parle français, and I speak Deutsch, and 我说中文 I speak English, right? That the fact that you have an accent and really let it sink in. Oh, this is the time where you should turn your embarrassment into pride. And is let it sink in that the fact that you have an accent. I don't care if it's Chinese accent,、um, New Zealand accent, <laughs> French accent, Japanese accent means you know more than two languages, and it's really cool. So that's a mindset shift. It's not be embarrassed about your accent. Own it. The third mindset shift you have to make is. Um, and I and I think it's more prevalent, more common in Asian country. Not so much in Europe. I don't think so. It, it's and for you guys, when I say this, you may find it very ridiculous. Is when I、um, learn English and I and I and I teach English, not just the language, but in public speaking to my、um, 
my Chinese entrepreneurial um, business friends and is that they see English as a way to show off, you know, because in, in Asia, learning English is kind of like a status symbol. It's like, wow, I speak English, you know, I, my English is so good. Don't, don't think that. English is not a, a tool for you to show off. You know, a lot of people have that mindset, especially in Asia, because it's like you are seeing this as a status symbol that you know you know English, and it's a wrong way to think about it. Why? Because when you see English as a status symbol, it's like dating a handsome guy as a status symbol, dating a model as a status symbol, driving a Lamborghini as a status symbol. You forget what that really means. A car is here to transport you, okay? You know, having a partner in your life is not a status symbol, is for somebody to share life with you, to love that person. English is not a tool to show off. English is not a mean to show off. English is a tool to communicate your ideas and your thoughts. Because when you care too much about the status, you forget about the essence. You forget about the, the, the substance. You know, I mean, what is the good when you can speak English like a native speaker, but you have nothing to say? You are not able to get your message out there if you just speak like an American. <laughs> it doesn't matter. You know, what matters is I'd rather you make mistakes in grammar. I'd rather that you speak with a Chinese accent, but you have things to say. You're able to communicate your thoughts and your ideas. That's how you're truly going to connect with people. So that is the, another mindset shift. So guys, I'm going to wrap up this episode right now. I hope that this episode has been helpful to you, that it give you the motivation, the method, and also the right mindset of how you can master English as a second language. Now, I know it can be overwhelming with, with all, all the information, and you may be pumped right now that you want to learn English as a second language. You want to master this language. You want it to do global business. You want to be able to stand on the international stages. That English is not your first language, but you want to be able to master it, that you are able to really get outside of your own country, of your own comfort zone to see the world. I get it. I'm here to support you. So here's what I would like to do for you. As the time of this recording, this is 2018, December. I, I don't know how many people are going to listen to this podcast, so I cannot guarantee that this offer will stand valid forever. But at least at this moment, I would like to offer you a free 30-minute coaching session with me that you can jump on a call with me and ask me any questions that I get to be your guide. I get to be your coach. I get to be your mentor to help you really in 2019 to not just having the goal to learn English, but to actually be able to master it, to, to really have a plan that by the end, I, my hope for you is by the end of December, by the end of next year, that 2019, that you will be able to have your own YouTube channel. You will be able to have your own podcast. You'll be able to stand on international stages. And then language is not going to be an issue for you anymore. I myself, I have read the benefit I have worked hard, but I am able to reap the benefit of the work that I put in. And nowadays I get to have this global business. I get to, you know, live in Germany and still be able to support myself. And then, um, you know, having international clients doing trainings internationally because of the advantage of the language. And who knows, you know, when I go back to Asia, I will be doing the trainings again in Chinese and it's another big market. But um, for now, if you wanted to learn English or Chinese, okay, then uh, I would love to offer this gift for you. So all you have to do is this. This is not, this is going to be free, meaning free of charge. You're not going to, you don't have to pay me for this, but you needed to, you needed to put in the work first. So this is what you need to do if you wanted to get on a call with me. It's number one, 
email us at breakthroughwithlucilu at gmail.com and put in a subject line, today's episode number, as well as the date when you are sending this mail. Because if you coming to me, you know, three years later, I may not have the time or it just, and things may change. So I just wanted to put it out there. Okay. I don't want you to come to, come to me and say, why is it you promise that you're going to give me away, you know, your free coaching session by you like, I'm sorry. I just need to put it out the disclaimer here. Okay. So put in the day, the time, the episode, and then put in the subject line that a coaching session with Lucy Lou. So my team knows what this is, know where it's coming from. And I want you in your email, answer the, the following three questions. And you have to answer these questions in order to be qualified for the free coaching call. The first question is, why do you want to learn English? Why do you want to learn English? The second question is, what is your vision? Where do you want it to take your English to? You know, share your vision with me. Why do you want to learn? And then where do you want it to take your English to? And maybe that you wanted to start a global business. And maybe you want to become an international speaker. And maybe that you just wanted to start an international YouTube channel, right? Just write down, what is your vision? And number three, finally, is what is your biggest learning from today's episode? It's a time, you know, you write something nice, you know, share with me. I want to know how has this episode inspired you? Why do you want to reach out to me? How do you think that I can help you and serve you? So the third question basically is just tell me, what do you gain from listening to this episode? I wanted to know your reflection and how I have served you. So guys, this is all for now for today's uh, episode. I hope to see you on the coaching call that I can support you to really make your dream a reality. And I can guarantee you, if you want to master this language, it is doable. It is possible. I have done it and I have coached other people done it. So I am here for you. Get on a call with me and we're going to talk about your plan. Okay. So my fellow breakthrough warriors, thank you so much for being with me today here. If you like our content, please subscribe to our show on iTunes. Don't forget to show your love by giving us a five-star rating and write an awesome review. I appreciate you all. And just remember, sometimes you got to break in order to break through. It's all part of the process. Until then, keep breaking through and keep rising. I'll see you soon in the next episode. Bye for now. Let's go. Breakthrough with Lucy Lou. We want to thank you for tuning in. Time to rise. Time for a breakthrough. Tell your friend, tell your grandma that you love. Breakthrough with Lucy Lou. Time to turn it up. Get your daily dose of breakthrough when you want. Driving to work in the gym or when you making love. <laughs> and subscribe for the new. And if you love it, you can leave a five-star review, right? With Lucy Lou, helping you to break through. Go get it.